0: The Private Thrifty Podcast and PrivateThrifty.com is for informational purposes only. I am not your financial advisor. Do not take it as legal, financial, or tax advice for your personal situation. Always seek out professional help before making a final decision. In today's episode, we're going to talk about how to start budgeting and some good tools and resources available right here on the Private Thrifty Podcast. Welcome to the first episode of Private Thrifty Podcast brought to you from the PrivateThrifty.com. I'm your host Brad Baker and I am excited to be here with you this week. Today we'll be going over some budgeting strategies, but first I have some announcements to share. The first announcement is American Express Hilton Honors Aspire card has just announced some changes to their benefits. This card offers an annual $250 Hilton Resort Statement credit for card members. You can use this card for purchases at one of Hilton's resorts, such as dining or spa treatment, and then later you'll receive a statement credit for those purchases up to $250. However, due to the current lockdown, many of us are staying at resorts. Therefore, Hilton has announced that between June 1st and August 1st, 2020, any unused Hilton resort statement credits can then be applied to restaurant purchases, including takeout and delivery. So you go down to your local restaurant If you use your Hilton Aspire card for the purchase. Then you'll later receive a credit equal to that amount on your statement. This was announced in an email sent out by Hilton Honors, so be sure to look for this email if you have the American Express Hilton Honors Aspire card. Once again, this starts June 1st and supposedly ends August 1st, 2020, according to the email. If you do not have this card, it is well worth it, especially if you are active duty military. It carries an annual fee of $450, but that fee can be waived for active duty military under the Military Lending Act for the entire time that you are active. Same with all of American Express cards, as well as several other credit cards also waive fees for military as well. So be sure to look into that if you do not have that card. It's well worth it. The second announcement is due to the increased identity theft and phishing scams recently. Annualcreditreport.com has announced that they will offer free credit reports once a week instead of once a year. Every week from now until April 2021. Normally this is a service that you go to and you can check your credit report free once a year from all three of the major credit reporting agencies such as Experian, Equifax, and TransUnion. Uh, But now they're offering that every single week you go in there get your credit report. Also make sure you have a credit freeze in place at the three major credit reporting agencies, Experian, Equifax, and TransUnion. These are typically free and easy to set up. Once you in place a freeze, then the freeze must be lifted using the secure pin code that only you know in order for any new credit accounts to be opened. This is the best way to prevent credit fraud. Well, those are the announcements for today, so we're going to talk about budgeting. I want to start off this podcast with the basics. Regardless of where you are in your financial situation, it's always good to revisit the basics to make sure that you are set up properly. If you already have a budget, that's great. If not, then hopefully I can help you get started. There are many different ways and tools to do this, but I want to start by sharing with you my methods. So when creating a budget, the first thing we need to do is to get the whole picture of our current situation. This can be done using simple notepad, Excel sheet, or an app. I prefer, start, prefer to start with a notepad. So you're gonna have to write out several things and get, it to get the overall picture. There are several things we need to know such as our income, expenses, and debt. We will start by writing out all of our income sources and amounts. Make sure to indicate how often you are paid, such as weekly or monthly. For instance, being military, we get paid on the 1st and the 15th of every month, but you may have a spouse or a second job as well who gets paid maybe every week or every day or once a month. So write all that out, capture it all down, write out the frequency of what you're getting paid. Then we want to capture our expenses. We're going to write out all of our, our reoccurring expenses, such as our rent, car payment, phone bills, utilities, things that reoccur every month, same time, same amount. These will be your fixed reoccurring expenses. So the the amount rarely changes. It's pretty, you can basically project, project when and how much is going to get charged. Then write out your variable recurring expenses. These will be things like your food and your gas, where it depends on how much you spend each week or how how often that month. If you don't drive a lot, you might not spend a whole lot on gas, but in the next month you might be traveling all over the place and spend a lot more on gas. They're variable So You're going to try to estimate a reasonable budget for these. If you have no idea, then you may need to track these expenses over a month or two to get an idea of what you actually spend on them. Then you can decide if you want to try and reduce that amount. For right now, we we are just capturing the current situation. We're not trying to change anything on how we spend our money right now. We just want to get an idea of what we're spending and how much we're making and what the difference is. Get an overview picture of that. So don't stress yourself out by trying to find ways to reduce money while you're writing all this out. We want to keep it as accurate as possible. Now we need to capture our one-time expenses or annual expenses that we expect to have over the next year. Right, so these will be things like your annual membership renewals to like Amazon Prime or your vehicle registration fees. You can also include things like Christmas budget and birthday budgets. I like to plan $100 for each birthday and about $400 for Christmas every year. I add this into my overall budget so that I can plan ahead. Finally, we want to take a look at our debt situation. Look at your credit cards, loans, mortgages, etc. Record all of your monthly payments. These will be a part of your recurring expenses, but be sure to keep them somewhat separate since this will hopefully not be around forever. We want to know how much it costs to maintain our current lifestyle without our current debt situation, but we also have to have a picture of what our current expenses with our debts look like. Once you have all of these organized and written down, add up your monthly income, add up your monthly expenses, and divide any annual expenses by 12, then add that into your monthly expenses. Right? So if you have a $400 Christmas fund every year, you know you're going to have to come up with that money by the end of the year. Well, you can divide that much, that amount up over 12 months, and then that's how much each month you have to set aside to save for that $400 Christmas fund. Finally, subtract your expenses from your income to see what is left over. If you have any left over, then great. If you're negative, then we need to look at reducing those expenses ASAP. This means you're going deeper and deeper into debt every month, and that's not good. If you have money left over every month, then we need to decide on what we're going to do with it. I like to budget in a monthly buffer expense. This is the plan money that I use for random expenses each month since I know I'm going to do this anyway. It's too hard to try to be really strict with your budget. We all make on-the-spot, unplanned purchases. That's okay. Just try to keep it at a minimum and add a buffer into your budget for these purchases. My buffer is a $200 a month, but you can choose any number that's realistic and works for you. If you do not have an emergency fund already, then we need to start building one now. I suggest place any extra money into a savings account until you reach a $1,000 emergency fund. Then use for extra payments towards any credit card if you do not have an emergency fund already then we need to start building one now i suggest placing extra money into a savings account until you reach a thousand dollar emergency fund then use the extra payments towards any credit card debt or small personal once those are paid off then you can go back and build up your emergency fund until you have about three to six months worth of money monthly expenses saved meaning if your monthly expenses or a thousand dollars, then we need about three to six thousand dollars saved. Use your own judgment on whether you want three, four, five, or six months' worth of emergency fund. Once you're debt-free with a decent-sized emergency fund, then begin to look at investing your money. That would be a later episode. Side note for the military: anyone with a blended retirement system, I suggest you you if you can afford it, to at least put aside five percent every month now, so that you don't miss out on the employee matching you receive. There are many great tools for budgeting all over the place. Most of them are free to use. Don't go get overwhelmed with the choices. Pick one that sound, decent, and use it. I recommend following through with one tool all the way to the end before trying a new tool. Some recommendations are Google Spreadsheets. Mint.com has a great system for creating free budgeting that automatically pulls in your bank information. PersonalCapital.com is another great tool that syncs all of your bank info and allows you to track expenses. And You Need a Budget is a great way to assign your money to specific expenses. You try it out at YNAB.com. That stands for You Need a Budget. Well, that's it for today. Uh, Be sure to check out the show notes at privatefitthrifty.com where we have many more articles, tips, and the latest deals that we have found available to you. That's it. Bye-bye. The Private Thrifty Podcast and privatethrifty.com is for informational purposes only. I am not your financial advisor. Do not take it as legal, financial, or tax advice for your personal situation. Always seek out professional help before making a final decision.